1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of The Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz. And for time-saving purposes, man, my guy Nando Vila is in the car. From podcasting driving. while
0: driving. Yeah, podcasting while driving. like a, I'm like a right-wing YouTuber. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> totally illegal. I mean, totally legal, excuse me. Totally kosher. We have no problem with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, my hat is crooked I don't know if the hat is crooked or the camera is But whatever crooked? Yeah, I don't know what it is <laughs> Um, Today, wanted to talk about Wanted to get into some soccer stuff With Ronaldo and the Saudis That I think is hilarious and just weird We're just in a weird place with Sports these days Uh, Definitely want to talk about The Brazilian fake insurrection That happened <laughs> The kind of people who were like Waving pom-poms about it out here, I think is interesting. And just as an event, I find it interesting, but last week we talked about uh, Kevin McCarthy (laughs) being publicly embarrassed and flogged by his colleagues in the Republican sector of the House of Representatives. Uh, on the 15th vote, Nando, <laughs> six of these Freedom Caucus cats just voted present so that he could reach the threshold. Even when they gave up, it was still like not voting for you type shit, yeah. which I just thought yeah. was the ultimate exercise in unnecessary pettiness. But yeah, Kevin McCarthy gets to be the, the Speaker of the House. I feel like He's one of the weakest speakers of the house we've ever seen in our lives. Oh, yeah. um, not just by the nature of the vote, but like these fools made him put in stipulations that was like, yo, if one guy doesn't like you, they get to hold it to a vote. Exactly. To kick you. It's like, it's crazy. The amount of sacrifices he's made. I wonder what the, what they'll even be able to do, even though they don't have the Senate. Obviously Biden is the president, but, but like, what can they even do with this weak ass majority? I mean, I guess they can,
0: like since they control the committees and shit, they can, um, they can like launch these like little investigations. Like mm-hmm. they have, they have the ability to like launch investigations, yeah, into like Hunter Biden or you know, like it's this, too bad Trey thing. Gowdy
1: retired, man, because <laughs> yeah. he love a bullshit committee, boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I just remembered we were together when McCarthy finally
1: got it. We were out to dinner. Uh, oh we yes, drunk, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then all of a sudden we got a little alerts like, "Oh, we just poured one out for for, for, <laughs> was for new McCarthy." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, man! I
0: mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's he's a remarkably weak speaker. Uh, they he he won't be able to. He won't even be able to do like bad stuff as effectively as 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 another as like say someone like John Boehner did or whatever when he was speaker. Um, it's just that it's because he, you know, because there's such a thin margin and because there's these fucking psychos in the freedom caucus. Um, it reminds me a little bit of when Obama and Boehner did the grand bargain, which would have been Mm -hmm. fucking terrible. You know what I mean? Like it would have been the worst, like it would have immediately made Obama like one of the worst presidents in in the history Mm -hmm. of America. You know what I mean? And this is something that he wanted to do, um, Mm -hmm. was this grand bargain to basically cut Uh, Social security, all kinds of
1: austerity,
0: all all kinds of austerity. That would have been just absolutely disastrous. That was defeated, not by the left or liberals or anything like that. Everyone. (laughs) It was defeated by the Tea Party, who didn't think it was austere enough. (laughs) 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 So similar dynamic will happen like in a normal world say the republicans had the majority this happens every time there's a democratic president with mm-hmm. the republican majority because like they,
1: they know, love cutting deals with the with the republicans they, they just love, the love it
0: they love it they love it folks because yeah. they
1: get to do what they want to do anyway ultimately which is all of this austere bullshit. and then they get to say Look, folks, look how bipartisan I am., yeah. I'm so fucking bipartisan. I'm yeah. reaching across the aisles. I'm cutting deals. i'm yeah. I'm so pragmatic. I'm such a great politician. They love that yeah.
0: shit. So there was the grand bargain, Boehner and Obama. but then like less known but equally if not more uh, consequential was in the last year of Bill Clinton's presidency, he cut a deal with the Republicans to privatize social Security. The turn Social Security, the one fucking decent thing our government like, does, <laughs> uh, that when you're old you get a fucking check, you know, yep. no questions asked, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, the
1: one nice and, thing, yep.
0: The one kind of nice thing uh, that they wanted to privatize it, which would have been just like an absolute disaster, just, absolute disaster. Um, that was derailed because of the Monica Lewinsky thing. So like Monica Lewinsky wow. saved Social Security. The Tea Party <laughs> saved, uh, you know, uh, us from the Grand Bargain,
1: uh,
0: and now Matt Gates and these Freedom Caucus psychos—they're going to save us from Biden's stupidity. Biden would, yeah, he would want to cut a deal with McCarthy yeah. about something awful. Yep, you
1: know? easily.
0: Um, but now, because any deal with Biden means it's like a Satanist. Uh, You know, child pedophilia. Of course, uh, a lot of grooming, a lot of
1: devil worship, a lot of evilness emanating from Joe Biden's essence. And so, you know, obviously they couldn't cut, cut a deal with him. And, you know, the other thing that I find interesting, too, is now we do the stupid thing where we fund the entire government in one fell swoop right like they signed a 1.5 or 1.6 i think this year was like 1.7 trillion dollars at the at the buzzer to fund the government right um and you know, part of me is just like, "Wow, what a stupid thing to do!" Like we used to, we used to fund things like three, four, five years out, um, and now we just do this stupid thing every year. And I'm like, "Man, this shit is so dangerous." It's like one crazy Republican yeah. session to blow it up, but then I'm just like, "But the military's money is tied in, and their money just never gets fucked with." <laughs> you know, like nothing gets in the way. Of the military budget, like there will be Democrats and all these other people, a bunch of Republicans coming out of woodworks to be like, "No, we're not going to let the Freedom Caucus uh cost the military budget. That's just that is indispensable. Um, you know, Raytheon welfare and you know all of these, a uh, Boeing welfare has to go on. We're not going to do that. And so, like, I really wonder." if they'll even be able to get some of their pet horses, the crazy shit that they love off the ground, who knows, man? Um, maybe yeah. some of this was just a show of force and to just warn this guy and then they'll just go with whatever kooky Republican shit they want to do um, and, and not get past. But I, I really wonder what they'll even be able to accomplish because this majority is so, is so yeah. fucking weak.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is like also the kind of thing that like we'll forget about in six months, and, and like we probably yeah. will barely remember it, like two years from now. Like, I'm like oh yeah, I remember that Kevin McCarthy? Like, we'd be like, <laughs> because it was about nothing, <laughs> you know, really. Um,
1: yeah, and we but, need to stress that they—they they, 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 yeah. this wasn't a fight about yo Kevin McCarthy. You need to put, you know, Social Security cuts on the House floor. You need to put um, some kind of crazy right wing ideological battle policy wise. Like you need to get that up there because we really believe in this stuff. And this is what the, the Republican Party's agenda should be like. You need to really get serious about our policy agenda is there's not there's nothing like Maggie Gates and, and, and Bobert and all of these people that did the Sunday shows and and made their rounds. They had nothing about any of that stuff. This was just straight up like we think he's a he's an annoying kind of Republican and we wish he wasn't the speaker.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, and let's be clear. Uh Kevin McCarthy is, like, incredibly evil and one of the most evil people in the universe. Um, So just to see him as humiliated uh, as he was uh, is worth celebrating. So this whole thing was probably a net positive. Um, Also, you know, Jason Whitlock enjoyed it because Jason Whitlock uh, was a fan of the Freedom Caucus. So I'm like, these are 20 patriots. You know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you know, we love Jason over here.
1: He's a friend of. The- uh, he's the greatest. He's the best. Yeah. He's one of the best that's ever done it. Um and so yeah, I'm happy we could tie a bow on that. Um yeah, which brings us to Brazil, man. Um speaking of, you know, just angry absurd yeah. people, um alleged people who are allegedly tied to uh, former president Bolsonaro in Brazil, quote unquote, stormed the capital like a January 6 insurrection. Um, like January 6, mostly people took selfies, and you know the difference <laughs> between January 6 is in 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 um and this Brazilian shit is that Lula was just like, look. <laughs> We're not going to fuck around with these people. <laughs> like, yeah. I will get the military to do awful yeah. things to these people if yeah. it comes down to it. Um, I cut a deal with the people who matter in this country. And um, I have the support, obviously, of my own base. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these people aren't going to do anything. But I wanted to get your thoughts on people like Steve Bannon and others sort of celebrating this because... Yo, as crazy and not crazy, as annoying and as ghoulish as Bannon is, he always kind of has his eye on the ball. And yeah. his ability to be like our right wing populist movement has a global glint to it and um has global solidarity, I think is quite savvy on his part. I think that's something yeah. on the left that we try to do up here when, you know, there's a quote-unquote pink wave in South America or anything um, in left politics that is happening in a positive manner. We try to be like, yo, we should feel connected to these movements, these grassroots sort of popular movements that are left in nature. But broadly speaking, like general libs and progressives in America don't really give a fuck. I think Bannon is good at... Oh, look at what's happening in Poland. Look at what's happening with Orban. Look at what's happening here. Like, yo, the right wing is ascendant. Like, he's really good at finding any and all wins to celebrate. And and I thought it was interesting that people like him were pointing to what's happening in Brazil and saying, oh, this is connected to what we're doing here in America.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that that it's undeniable that there is a kind of, new version of right-wing populism again it's not you know i I think like you know this is something that danny bestner friend of the pod always is arguing with people on twitter about fascism in the in the way fascism is traditionally understood it's not like these aren't the brown shirts in in, in germany and italy and spain it's a totally different type of movement um it's a different class base it's a different different context there's a there is a much weaker left uh, much uh, very crucially um so this isn't like fascism in the traditional sense it does feel like a new kind of right-wing populism um that is largely driven by angry middle-class people. I mean, that's basically what is. It's, it's like. It's not the rich, not not the super rich. Like w- when people try to make like January 6th, like the class analysis of January 6th, like, oh, some people flew in on private plane. Like there's always fucking crazy rich people. Yes, obviously. But the base of, of something like that um, was really- It's middle-class folks, man. Middle-class folks, yeah. Um, I mean, did you see- Like, because the- people,
1: people who, who um, live like the rural sort of- uneducated whatever poor whites who are liking the Republicans more and more these days they're out they not trekking to no damn D.C. for no damn insurrection <laughs> come on man give yeah. me a break bro it's people ditto, that can like take the, off the work
0: and ditto like the chairman of Goldman Sachs is not fucking doing
1: that shit. no you know no shot I mean? no like, shot uh,
0: so yeah this is middle class people um and did you see the picture of the guy in Brazil who dressed up like the
1: QAnon shaman? Yes, 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 yes. It's cosplay. It's, it's all. Cosplay. It's all like, it's it's all literally Comic Con for bored middle class right wingers. Like literally they're dressing up as their favorite right wingers. Like that's hilarious. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. Like the QAnon shaman is like their hero. Um, and... You know, this doesn't mean that that the right wing, like, first of all, it must be said, the right wing populist movement, the global uh, right wing populist movement, of which someone like Steve Bannon um, is talking about, like, whether it's coherent or not. Like, I, I think it's, the jury's still out. What yeah. it is what is clear to me? It's incredibly stupid. You know, like it's it's, <laughs> it's like the fucking stupidest shit in the world. <laughs> but but that doesn't mean that it's not it can't be dangerous, right? Yeah, and that it can sure. be. It can't be harnessed by like in a moment of crisis that it can't be harnessed by by like some awful people and that like people like uh, Victor Orban, which are, you know, like, again, you know, I don't want to like discount like the plight of of Hungary, Hungary or Hungarians, but is the kind of periphery of global capitalism. It's not like in the fucking belly of the beast. Uh, But, you know, you're starting to see people like that take power in Italy and things like that. So it's not completely worth discounting at all. Um But it, it, it was interesting to see Lula's reaction to it vis-a-vis someone like Biden or, or the American uh, kind of liberal establishment, which is like Lula went hard right away. You know what I mean? And they're going to investigate. And if there's anyone powerful, yeah. like rest assured, they will. They will oh, yeah,
1: they're going to yeah. <laughs> they're gonna get in trouble. They're going to get in trouble
0: in in the united states like they they target they like let everyone it was obvious at the moment that it was going to be incredibly stupid and not worth thinking about ever again because they were going to let any, every any powerful actor you know off the hook and and just prosecute like a handful of fucking middle class dumbasses like a human shaman and and that's it you
1: and know? you know what it reminds me of too and i think certain people on the dirtbag left have pointed this out um, It's like, you can never discount the actual government and not by the government. I don't mean Mitch McConnell. I'm talking about the feds and their ilk to gin up this kind of shit. Right. Uh, if, if people have read up on the like countless terrorists that the FBI invented out of whole cloth, made these, got these people angry, went out and got them bombs and guns and crazy shit. Handed it to them them. and then arrested them. Like, it had a tinge and a whiff of some of that ridiculous FBI and, you know, federal government stuff as far as the police are concerned. So it had that whiff. And like you said, like, people who actually matter, who were playing footsie with these folks, um at the best and outright like straight up just help plan it help stoke it help do all of that at the very worst like these these folks got off scot-free and joe biden i mean and the democrats like they had no interest in actually going to the mattresses behind this they they like it more as just a rhetorical trick like as a rhetorical oh my god when the democracy was in danger it's just like oh my god shut up
0: they passed laws to, to hire more cops in the capital.
1: Bruh, well, there's that. And then of course, again, like, That's like democracy, care, huh? anti-democratic, Um, again, like this shit with the rail workers is all you need to know about what these people think about democracy. Like, those people, <laughs> they have the right to collectively bargain. They voted not to take that damn contract, go on strike, and guess what? The few bosses, the stakeholders, Got their friends on the phone, and the government said, "Fuck that." Okay, that's about as anti-democratic as it gets. But nobody in the Democratic Party is going to be like, "But democracy, democracy is in danger when Joe Biden signs the fucking paper that crushes these folks, man." So it's like, you know, once you once I seen Kamala Harris, I don't know. Have you watched that HBO doc about January six? No.
0: No, are you we should to watch it. No, should we you, should. you should. You uh,
1: should. You should because uh, I thought I thought it I didn't want to watch it because I thought it was gonna be some like self-serious blah 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 type of thing. It's not, it's the opposite. It kind of showed showed everybody like it's pretty cool. These guys, these people are kooks. Like the government was never gonna go down. Um, in fact, one of the most prescient clips, not prescient, but I think, um, smartest clips in the video is when Kamala Harris was like, Pearl Harbor, September 11th, January 6th. (laughs) It was just like, for her, like, it's just absurd. (laughs) It's just, it's just absurd what the liberals did with this incident, right? And we kind of knew where it was going to go the whole time. And, you know, oftentimes we get upset when people be like both sides, but like sometimes that is a both. There are both sides moments. When Kamala Harris is calling us akin to 9-11, when 3,000 people died. Yeah,
0: that's insane.
1: We got the Patriot Act. I got to take my damn shoes off at the airport and all this other (laughs) shit out of 9-11. Yeah. Uh, uh two fucking crazy wars that cost trillions of dollars and for her to put January 6th in the same br- like bin Laden must be spinning in his grave god damn it yeah, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. like, like you putting- Q-
0: he's like they're comparing me to the QAnon shopping. like these
1: jabronis <laughs> are you fucking yeah. kidding me anyway yeah. um just- but yeah the the, the the Brazil thing is is interesting to watch because like I said um I think the the most Nervous people on the left see some of the right-wing stuff that happens abroad and how ascendant they seem to be. Um, I understand. And something like that Bolsonaro bullshit can, can feed into that. But at the same time, again, there were people at this damn, quote-unquote, coup or whatever the fuck it was supposed to be, cosplaying the QAnon shaman. I, I think yeah, that's, that's all yeah. we need to do with that. Yeah. And the last thing, man. Before we get you up out of here, Nando. um, The Ronaldo thing, yeah. Yeah, Ronaldo, man. um, When the news first trickled out, I thought it was like, I was like, there's no way this guy's going to go play in Saudi Arabia, right? (laughs) Like, um, I understand he was really frustrated with his return to Man U. The Juventus thing started off pretty nice and then it kind of just, you know, went where it went. But I was like, he's not going to go play in Saudi Arabia, is he? And, you know, because, again, like, you talked about it, Nando, like, Saudi Arabia doesn't really have a soccer history or culture to speak of. This isn't, like, obviously they're not, like, a serious player on the world stage in soccer. And then, secondly, it's, like, I I, I understand that they offered him a shit ton of money, but has this guy not made a lot of money already in his career?
0: Yes, he's made a lot of money. They offered him a shit ton of money, like. I think it was two hundred million dollars. Um,
1: I heard three hundred million over two years, or I don't know, but it's a
0: whatever it is, yeah, it's astronomical of amount of, of money millions of millions of,
1: over millions of two dollars, years. yeah.
0: So the other, the important thing. So you say. So here's the the story with Ronaldo. There's two things that matter to him. Obviously, he's very competitive. Um, obviously, the money's important. Like he wants to make a lot of money, but he's also extremely competitive, and he. To me, if, like, if he wasn't going to find a team in Europe that was going to be challenging for titles, in that uh, meaningful titles, you know, it was unlikely to me that he wasn't going to take a deal that was on the table from the Saudis. Because the other thing that's important for him, because he's so competitive, he wants to stay ahead of Messi in terms of In the of goals scored? Position. Yeah, in career goals. <laughs> so he will play until he's in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> In an official league, you know, in an official FIFA sanctioned league, you know, because um, right now he's 30. He's about 33 goals ahead of Messi or something like that. OK, yeah. Um, he's going to score a lot
1: of goals in in um, he's gonna, Mecca. He's going to count him. <laughs> Yeah. He's going to fucking count him. And he's going to uh, count him.
0: <laughs> he's going to fucking count him. Uh, <laughs> and FIFA's gonna count them like they're gonna their official goals, you know. Oh like, my um, god, bro! So that's the other thing that's kind of play at play here. Um, so, so yeah. So I mean, I mean, but it's again, yeah, it's 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 kind of sad and and uh, you know to see like where he's how he's ended up. I mean, he
1: my is, this wor- Namba, is this worse. Is this worse? Is this than Pele in the New York Cosmos?
0: So much worse. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Pele was bringing the beautiful game to America and New York City yeah. and like yeah, glitz and glam. Yeah. Ronaldo was getting a special dispensation so that he could live with his fucking girlfriend.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. And, I mean, and yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, my my line on Ronaldo is that he's 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 a fucking weirdo. He's psychotically competitive. Like he's he's he has no self awareness. You know what I mean? Like it's part of the reason that it made him great in the first place. You know, like that his like insane self confidence. You know, ability to overcome adversity because of you know again his just like hyper belief in himself. But that kind of drive, which is greater than Messi's, by the way, like the, the drive that Ronaldo has, I mean, Messi's just more talented and better mm-hmm. than Ronaldo, but Ronaldo has like that extra bit of drive, like the psychotic kind of, he, it's what's, it's what's not letting him adjust to his new reality. To his that new reality, yeah. That mm-hmm. he's just older and he can't do the things physically he used to. He hasn't adjusted his game. You know appropriately or and more importantly he hasn't adjusted his outlook on himself or like the role he should play on a team so he he you know? thinks
1: he's still the guy yes. who was dominating el Clasico's, yes. killing yes. people in the champion he thinks he's still that person
0: yes wow absolutely.
1: wow wow dominating at manu the first time like he really thinks he's the same ronaldo
0: <laughs> that's his outlook he has a totally delusional sense of self you know mm. um and and yeah i mean i think that that's why he did that stupid interview you know like he thought like that was he thought that was going to work out great for him you know what i mean um and it's like
1: yeah uh, but he called like, saudi arabia south america or um, south yeah. africa excuse me
0: no 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 i'm talking about the one that he did while he was still a man u player that basically got man u to to terminate his contract oh um, got you he went on Piers Morgan and you know while he was still a man U player, still like under contract, and he was just like talking shit about the coach, saying he should play more, you know, like all this shit, like just kind of totally delusional. Mm. Like and he probably thought that that was gonna work out great for him because he just thinks like, you know, he's the I'm Ronaldo. Best. It's it's always yeah. it's always worked Figure out it, incredibly it. well for me. Yeah. Yeah. And that Figure
1: just was not the case. And you know, I think a lot of people don't know this, but the guy, this dude grew up incredibly poor. In Portugal, oh, yeah. um, he's from the slums, dude. Like, I know he doesn't look it, and he, he feels like one of the most glamorous people well, in the history of life. That,
0: but it's not just that he grew up in the in uh, in the islands. Like, Portugal has like it's Portugal, and then there's like these islands near Africa that um that are part of Portugal, and he grew up there. And there's a huge kind of um, stigma to being from there. It's like you're kind of from mm. like the backwater. You know what I mean? Right. So like when he first showed uh-huh. up on the mainland, you know, as like a talented youngster, um, you know, like the kind of mainland guys were like, look at this fucking country yokel, you know, who mm-hmm. talks weird and has a weird accent in mm-hmm. the fucking islands. You know what I mean? Yep. Like there's discrimination internally in Portugal. Of course. Really affected him. You know, like it really mm-hmm. kind of like.
1: Uh, That's like. Uh- That's like Clarence Thomas when he got to college and he met all these Jack and Jill fancy blacks, these like third generation college graduate blacks who basically treated him like he was a country bumpkin. And so he became the biggest right winger, hater of all of those black libs that ever existed. Yeah, (laughs) It's the same thing, Um, the same sort of idea. And so, yeah, man, that kind of upbringing and overcoming all of that kind of shit will give you a certain disposition and, and sensibility. And I, and I understand that, um, with Ronaldo. but yeah, but yeah this shit just the seems
0: The Saudis, the Saudis man, are pouring so much goddamn money. And that's America. what I was
1: going to ask you last. Like what, what's the, what's the end game here, Spence?
0: <laughs> so, so, cause you know, Messi also has a deal with the Saudis. Like he's not playing there, but they're paying him, you know, um, what they're, one of their big goals, uh, is to get the World Cup uh, mm. the way Qatar did, and so they basically they're paying off like Messi, Ronaldo, like they're gonna they're they're like part of Ronaldo's playing contract is that he will be remain as an ambassador for the Saudi World Cup uh, um,
1: if it happens next,
0: like, six or seven yeah or no 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 like to get it to happen you know okay like, to show up to like events with you know mm. like, yeah
1: oh so, that's it's, part it's, of his deal because. Yeah, Yeah. you got to bribe these FIFA guys. And even the FIFA guys are star fuckers. So having Ronaldo aligned with it is going to help immensely.
0: Yeah, because like the the guy who runs the, you know, uh, Papua New Guinea Soccer Federation has a vote, just as the guy who runs the France Federation has a vote. Right, know. So like, yeah, and going, you know, inviting, uh, going to Dubai uh, with a penthouse party. Uh, with Cristiano Ronaldo for the guy who runs the Papua New Guinea. Uh, fucking it's a Federation. big fucking deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big yeah, deal. It's meaningful. You know, mm-hmm. so that's what they're paying him to do. And Messi, too. They both have deals with, with Saudi Arabia. Um, and they're just, and they bought Newcastle, you know, for God knows how much fucking goddamn money, you know, and they're pouring tons of money into Newcastle, and Newcastle's going to be good. And they just, they care about sports as a way to. I mean, for lack of a better term, launder their image. I mean, we talked about That's the live golf thing. We talked about the WWE thing in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Like they see sports, you know, rightfully so that people, um, that people just fucking don't care about like when, when sports is involved, like they, you put your fears aside. Like we still watch football, even though like half these guys, are going like, you know, to like all I'll
1: say to these cats, man, um, taking 200 mil or whatever from the Saudis is not the same as signing a 200 million dollar deal with Jerry Jones it's just not the same thing and I would hope that they really understand that and the people around them make them understand that like yo boy you better honor this contract to the fucking letter these people do not play around with anybody you know so that's all I'll say for that but um yeah, man, that's our show for today. We'll see you guys next week. Become a Patreon at patreon.com backslash count the dings. Appreciate you guys. You can do that for a couple of Starbucks per month. We'll see you guys next time. Peace, Dando. Be safe on them streets, boy.